My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives, because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Hi, friend. Welcome to episode 28, The Opportunity of the Empty Nest. You know, I think the empty nest time for me is is a bit of a time to dream. What is it that I want to do next? I worked on redefining the nest from the word empty to other words in episode 26, because I do think this is our opportunity nest and our service nest and our all kinds of other things that we can do in this spot that we find ourselves in now. And some of those things are responsibilities. I talked about that in episode 27, that this nest that we are in has its own set of responsibilities. Where do we need to invest the talents that the Lord has given us? Often things that we have learned and done and experienced through all these years of raising our family. We looked at the parable of the talents and asked the question, what does the Lord expect from us to do with the things that he has given us? So let's look at that now and turn from the idea of responsibility, which I do think we have, and talk about it in the idea of opportunity. I think that for me and for many others that I talk to, that it's really easy to feel weary on the other side of all that we've done for our families because we work so hard. You know what? Raising kids is no joke, as anyone who has raised anybody can tell you. It's not easy, and it's easy to come on the other side of it and start asking, okay, when is it my turn? Because it doesn't really feel like anybody else is worried about giving us a turn, and it can be very tempting to start demanding this turn, that it's now, I'm just going to be thinking about some me, and it's easy to fall down into a black hole of selfishness. Galatians 6, 9 through 10 is my bit of a remedy against that attitude. It says, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. And it's easy to go, Hey, wait, in due season, when is my season? And I would like to propose that it's quite possible that our season is in heaven and that right now our opportunity and our responsibility is to not grow weary and to not give up, but to do good to others, especially those of the household of faith. And that's a huge area where we could find a place to serve. It is not time to give up yet. I stayed in my nest for all those years incubating my eggs and then 
feeding my little chicks. And you know those pictures of chicks in an, in a nest where they're all just sitting there and their beaks completely wide open, gaping, going, feed me, feed me, feed me. That's it's kind of a picture of what motherhood can feel like at times. Those were not wasted years. As we fed our kids, as we cared for them, as we raised them, those were life-giving years. But now we're on the other side of needing to provide all those needs. And mama birds don't sit there and keep bringing stuff, you know, old little worms back to the nest when all the birdies have flown. It is now time for new activity and to build new life someplace else. This is what Jesus tells his disciples in Matthew 9, 37 through 38. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So there we go. The harvest is plentiful. And the problem is not that there's nothing to harvest. It's that there's not enough workers. So we need to be asking the Lord, where do you want me to go? Which field do you want me to go in? Which harvest do you want me to work on? Maybe it's tilling soil. Maybe it's harvesting the grain. Maybe it's pulling weeds. Maybe it's breaking up hard ground for seed to come get sown into. And our place that we are right now, our empty nest is our opportunity You know, we've sat, a lot of us have sat with these desires and dreams in our heart. And I'm not one that's, you know, follow your heart and follow your dream because my heart can take me some places I shouldn't go. But I do think that the dreams that have stayed in my heart through these years that have continued as I've studied the word and as I've prayed and as I've gotten to know Jesus better, as I've sat under really good teachers, those dreams that are still there. I believe those are callings and talents and gifts that God has given me. And I, I found that when I had those, you know, screeching little birdies in the nest, I couldn't do those dreams and feed those birds. And I know there are women who can, there are lots and lots of young women that are doing ministry and raising families. I couldn't figure out how to do that with our particular circumstances. So my dreams have waited they marinated, they deepened, they mellowed. Now that my nest is empty, I have an opportunity to walk out the places that Jesus has continued to grow in me. And I don't think of those things as unfulfilled. I think of those things of having been in a waiting room, waiting to get out. So I'm going to tell you in this episode some of my dreams, and I tell them to you just to give you permission to say your dreams out loud too. Put them in the comments here for the podcast or go to my um, website where I have, I'll have the, this episode up on its own post, and that will be in the show notes. And you can, um, you can list your dreams in the comments. And it's important. It's important because something happens when we say them out loud and we put them down. It, it makes them more real. I remember this point where I finally just started calling myself a writer. I hadn't been published yet. I hadn't had anyone give me, you know, the name writer. No one had had honored me with that. I just decided that, you know what, I write a lot. And 
I'm going to call myself a writer, which gave me permission to do a lot of things in my own mind that I was holding back on because that was something way down the list. So speak your dreams out loud. I'm not talking about words of affirmation or, you know, speaking your future into existence. I'm just saying, let's stop living in fear. Let's own what God is calling us to, and let's walk that out. I want you to know that waiting on my dreams this long has refined them in a way that I don't think would have happened if I'd started fulfilling them earlier. I think that early on, I really wanted to advance my own kingdom. And I was getting Jesus on it, so it was going to look pretty holy. But I really was more interested in building my platform, in building my ministry, in building my name. And there never was opportunity to do that. But now on this point, at my age, I'm way more interested in building the kingdom of God. I just, that's Jesus working on me that it would ever get me to that point. But now the things that I want to do, I want to do for him. So here's some of those things. I want to write novels about the parables. And I have one that is like 90% done. And I'm hoping to get it published in the next year or two. But I want to, I have more novels in my head that I want to write. And I love writing them out of the parables because those are real life stories that are in the parables. They're real people that you can identify with. And they show so much of the father's love and desire for relationship with his children. And I want to make that more accessible to any believer who reads the word and kind of goes, I don't really know what that means. I want to I show what those things mean. The other thing I want to speak, I want to speak to groups, big or small, any opportunity I get. I, it is life-giving to me to teach out loud to a group. And boy, in the time of COVID, I miss getting on a stage and talking. And I know I kind of wait for people to invite me. So just so you know, if you're interested, please go on over to my website. I would love to speak to your group. I'll speak on Zoom. I'll speak in person. If I can talk about Jesus, I will do it. And that's a dream God has put in my heart for a long time. And something every time I get to do, I know that I feel his pleasure. I want to keep writing and publishing things that will speak to women. I don't have a wide audience, but I do have writing that has reached particular people very deeply. And so I want to do that. It's okay if it doesn't go super wide. I would love to have more and more material out there that leads some people into the presence of the Lord and deeply puts their feet down on the rock of his security. I want to produce material that take women deep into the word, that enlighten their own visions of what God is calling them to to do. I want to keep doing this podcast. I want to interview other women who are in these empty nest years, in this second half of life and answering a new calling. I want to keep encouraging people with the word of God to follow and pursue him as times get harder, that we would knuckle down and that we would just pursue Jesus above every other thing. My almost empty nest now gives me opportunity to walk in these dreams that have never left me. I've wanted desperately to speak and write for years. I've wanted to add more material for the women who are searching for just the right thing. And I haven't really fulfilled all that at this point. But I want to keep on doing what I'm doing, but even more. 
I want to work with other women doing the same. Find out other resources to share with you or others that stumble across my site of all the many places and the many women God is using to build his kingdom in these days. I want to be a small part of the calling to be one of the great host of women announcing the Lord by answering whatever call he gives us. Psalm 68, 11 says, The Lord gives the word. The women who announce the news are a great host. What are your dreams? Wouldn't it be amazing if your dreams led you into being part of that great host of women too? What is the Lord sweetly calling to you? It's not too late. In fact, whatever He's calling you to do, it's never been needed more. Take those dreams, give them to Jesus, ask Him to refine and direct them toward the kingdom, and then take off and fly. Your empty nest is a place of opportunity, and it is a platform of ministry. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet. 